My name is Jeanette Winterson and I'm a writer from England and I have come here to the Bushinger Wilhelmi Clinic many times in the past. I'm here today because I'm able to speak to the scientific director of the Bushinger Wilhelmi Clinic here at Ubelangen, Dr. Françoise Wilhelmi de Toledo. And Françoise, you have a personal involvement in fasting as well as a scientific and medical background in fasting. And I'm hoping today that you can answer some questions for me and also some questions that will be of interest to people who wonder what fasting is and why anybody would be crazy enough to do it. (laughs) Fasting, integrative medicine and inspiration. The Buchinger Wilhelmi Amplius program, where tradition meets innovation. As pioneers of fasting, we share our insights gained from a century of fasting experience and present fascinating results from the latest fasting research. We will talk to leading experts about fasting and aspects of integrative mind and body medicine, including nutrition, exercise, relaxation and mindfulness techniques to inspire you to live a long, healthy and fulfilling life. So that's where I'm going to start, really, because many people are confused between a diet and a fast. What is the difference between a diet and a fast? When you use the word diet, it has a background of uh, stopping eating or diminishing or changing totally your way of eating for a while with the intention of losing weight, sometimes because you think you are overweight, sometimes you are. Mm. But sometimes you're not at all. So if you would talk from caloric restriction, this would mean, for instance, one day you eat less, but in a structured way. And what is the difference between caloric restriction, structured and accepted and organized, and a fast? This is easier for me to tell you the difference. Mm -hmm. On the physical part, uh, you reach always the point, which is the crucial point, in all types of uh, dietary strategies is the metabolic switch. I see. This means normally you eat and the food you eat and process through your digestive system goes to your cells and nourish all your cells. And what you eat more than you should, because you don't burn it, is transformed into fat and goes into your adipose tissue. This is the survival strategy of species on this planet, which have never continuous um, production of food. You know, you take the winter time, Mm. no food for the animals. They have to use their fat they have in their body. And this is the metabolic switch. In the moment where the body don't get food, either because of there is none in the environment or because you intentionally want to lose weight or cure yourself, then you impose your body not, you stop eating, and then the metabolism is obliged to notice, okay, no fuel anymore. And you switch to the reserves, and the reserves of energy and fuel for our cells is our body fat. Mm. Fat is food, and the cell doesn't see the difference. Okay, you get the food you have processed through your digestive system, or you get the food containing your fat tissue, that goes into the blood and into the body cells, no difference. So the body can eat just as well from the inside as from the outside? Yes, except from the outside you can live lifelong and from the inside uh, you can normally live 40 days if you have a normal weight. This is the 
biblical 40 mm. days, so it's probably the observation, a normal weighted person, you and I could really leave 40 days. So from today, we could walk out of here and in 40 days, we would still be fine. Yes. Yes, that's extraordinary. This is what uh, science really is uh, documenting because you have 10 kilos of fat in reserve, even if you're normal weighted. Mm. You have about three, four kilos of proteins you can mobilize and a little bit of sugar in the in the liver. And when you add all that, then it's uh, the 40 days. So why, if this if this is natural for the body and it, it works for the body, um, psychologically, now, when people diet, they think, oh, I can do this for two weeks and they feel strong and in control. But when you ask them about fasting, they're very frightened. Because mm. my, for myself, when I fast, I always have a terrible day on day three. Um, and I'm a cheerful person. But on day three, I am not. I'm a miserable person. <laughs> and I think, well, you know, not only why am I doing this, why am I here? <laughs> what is the purpose of life? And I have to get through that. And the first time, I was afraid. And then I learned. So perhaps this happens for everybody that there is a moment, maybe when the body is switching metabolically. Yes. yes. And then the mind is very depressed and dark and can't, is afraid. Yes. Some people um, are afraid. Uh, some people experience that negatively. Either I just tired. Mm. Normally the switch goes together with a big interruption of all your behavior patterns. Right. Food is, of course, an extremely big pleasure. Mm. And this is why in the Buchinger philosophy, we think the person's fasting should enjoy other types of pleasures, more maybe uh, like nature, mm. like a good book, like music, mm. like having time to have a real good talk with someone mm. uh, and just doing nothing and looking at a plant or... You know, this this being, this time where you just are without schedule. And this is a replacement for this pleasure. So the pleasure goes away, some habitual mm. pleasures. And then you come also in this phase where you have to empty the intestine. The whole changes in the microbiome might have a lot to do with your with your thoughts, with your state of mind, with your with your mood. Mm. And then this uh, switch, this metabolic switch. It's not always trained. If you do it for the first time, you don't know how it's going no. to happen. Your mental activity puts a lot of anxiety in the things. Before you really enjoy the spiritual or even just mood enhancement of the fasting, you have to, to understand and to train your body for the switch. So people have to be self-aware and realize what will happen yes. mentally and physically in this process of fasting. Yeah, you're totally right. And you have three dimensions in the fasting. First is the physical one. You need to know that your body will do it properly. Yeah. And then there is a communitarian. Mm. This is the person accompanying you, the staff who might make do um, synergistic uh, treatment like gymnastics, like massage, like psychotherapy or anything like that. And then you have the spiritual dimension. And this comes up, especially when you trust your body, like you said. So mm. you know, okay, this is happening. I don't need to be there. Mm. And if I have a problem, the staff is going to take care of me, of the person. And I can just let it happen. So what is this state? a bit dematerialized mm -hmm. if you want to have the real um, reward for your effort. It's an effort to stop something you like, like food. And, uh, but the reward is really that you come into a dimension where 
happiness comes really from inside and is a very dense happiness if you enjoy it. Um, it is um, really the feeling of being in harmony, in silence sometimes, in mm. solitude without loneliness. And you, you are with yourself and some people just can't believe it. Mm. How how wonderful they feel. You know, you have people having houses all over the world. They come here in a 25 square meter room and they say, I've never been so happy in my life. Mm. Yes. So yes. it's the silence, it's the meditation, it's the psychotherapy. Um, there, there are many possibilities to help the people come to serenity. Mm. And uh, normally after three, four days, this comes up from your own metabolism. You, you secrete uh, BDNF, it's brain-derived neurotrophic factors that harmonize the humor. And you have other factors which will regenerate your, your neurons. You have also the, the microbiome that is changing mm. that might be quieter and the bad bacteria are not fed anymore. So maybe this is a, a mm. hypothesis. But mm. from many, many parts, um, you, you, can, you can understand that you come in this, in this dimension of of uh, serenity, of quietness, and of meeting yourself on a very, very deep level. And this so this is a lot more than losing weight, isn't it? Which is always the headline, you know, common fasting will lose weight. But it seems to me that this is, this. I mean, physically, this affects the body at every level, doesn't it? And allows the body to heal um, and to deal with complaints that are perhaps chronic and have been there for a long time. I know I met a lady when I was here last time, she came for her arthritis and she could walk easily at the end of the fast and she could not believe it. No, no drugs, no medication, nothing had ever allowed that to happen for many years. And she came here and she was walking. Yeah. It was incredible. Yes, um, this is the therapeutical aspect of the, of the fasting. Yeah which people absolutely don't know. It's uh, Sometimes they know that you can lose weight with fasting. But um, the therapeutical aspect, for instance, for chronic disease, like you said, because it influences the inflammation. Inflammation is what makes you red, sore, it's painful, it's swollen, and um, this diminishes with fasting. If it's mm. in the joints, or in the head because you have migraines or allergies or asthma. It's always the same mechanism. And this is uh, diminished by fasting. So you have a lot of, of uh, symptoms that just disappear. Just disappear? They disappear. And of course, the challenge is will be after the fasting. When you mm. go back to food, this is the moment where you have to change your, your eating habits. You have seen, okay... It's possible now. What's the way? Mm. And the way, of course, you, it's not. Uh, you have to tell it is for some people very easy because they have a normal eating pattern and because uh, they were just not aware that the food, this industrial food with plenty of very bad and cheap fat, mm. bad uh, and cheap sugars, and all that makes you sick. So they just uh, didn't have. This so what knowledge. they're eating is making them ill. Food is very, very basic for, for illnesses and, mm. and, uh, and health. It's not just about eating less. It's about eating differently. Oh, yes. Being conscious of yes. what you're taking into your body. That's it. After fasting, I think um, most of the people are conscious and they don't feel like eating junk food for the first time. No, someone told me that. She was here and she was a French lady and she said she comes every year and she loves Coca-Cola. 
But at the end of the fast, she said the smell of it is so disgusting that she would pour it down the drain. Wow, that's the best experience you can do. Yeah. And especially also for cigarettes, it's the same. Many people say, well, I can't because they smell better, the taste is better. Mm. And maybe you have more conscious of your body and you don't want to do that to your body. Mm. So is fasting for life then? I mean, once somebody say thinks, I'll do this, do they, should they then think, well, this is something I will take with me now throughout my life. This is something that will be beneficial to me and help me every year or maybe twice a year. Is it something people should think of including permanently? The earth has uh, one year to go around the sun mm. and winter comes every year. So before we had the technologies to be able to conserve food, people and animals have to fast. And this year, every year, so a yearly fast seems to me to be a very good thing. And automatically the people who have done it they feel like repeating it. Mm. In the clinic, we have our all staff, at least the medical staff, they all fast every year. Mm. So it's um, probably a need which is in our genes. Mm. And when you rediscover it, then... The oh, you think we have suppressed that? Yes. I see. It's a program. It's a genetic program. Now the research of longevity has exactly documented how fasting functions. You have a switch in the genes. Mm. Some genes stop functioning. These are the genes of uh, reproduction, of um, multiplication, of uh, speed working, you know. It's like uh, these genes who make you have the, 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 the foot on the accelerator, they stop. They are deactivated. And the other genes which are activated are the genes which make the cells, put the cells in a protected mode. And where the autophagy is activated, mm. so all the cleaning cell mechanism, where the uh, inflammation diminished, where the, the need to grow and multiply is diminished. So you have with this metabolic switch, not only a new fuel, but you have a lot of therapeutic effects going all in the same direction, cleaning the cells, eliminating all the damage and old structures, even DNA structures we might have been mutated. And then after the fasting, and this is why the period mm. uh, where you go back slowly to food mm. is so important, you have the reactivation of the stem cells. Mm. Stem cells. These are your embryonic cells. So we have all over the tissue some embryonic cells which are dormant. And when you fast, you eliminate all these old cells and there is a signal to activate those embryonic cells. And when you go back to food, they come and they rejuvenate. This is a new word from the longevity science, mm. which I think is excellent. They rejuvenate your tissues. And one of the big researchers on this field has even documented in animal models that organs like the pancreas, when some cells of the pancreas are destructed by pathological processes, you get diabetes type mm, 1. Mm. But even these cells can rejuvenate uh, out of embryonic cells to a certain grade, which is a perspective for even for um, very severe diseases, and it gives you a second chance. So that's a nice thing about it, because this impression to be born again mm. after a fasting mm. is something many people would just say as a metaphor. Yeah. 
But, but it's real. It's actually happening in the body. It's not just a way of describing your feelings or your emotional state. Yeah. It's, a, it's a genuine physical change that has taken place during fasting. Yeah, and yeah. after. And afterwards. Right. Two things are fundamental of after the fasting to, to keep the, the results, the positive results in the weight and other results, mm. is to rediscover hunger and society. Mm. Because if you eat when you're hungry, and you really feel the hunger, then you don't need to say you don't, you're not allowed to eat that, you're not allowed to eat that. But you can really say, okay, no, you can eat what you want, but wait until you're hungry. Most of the time when you're hungry, really with a nice hunger, not uh, starving, but nicely hungry, then you, you're not going to eat chocolate. Maybe you would mm. like to eat something different. And if you eat chocolate, when you're hungry, it's different. And then you... You feel society better. So you stop when you're full. You eat when you're hungry and you yeah, stop when you're full. And when you just practice this, this is much nicer than a diet which tells you what you're allowed to eat. Maybe mm. you don't like it. And why you're not allowed to eat it, all the things you like. Mm. But this, I must again say, the industry is uh, really responsible mm. to make items, food items that you can't resist. And there is a whole science in, in and millions of dollars put into researching this sweet point exactly that will make people addicted to food. That's it exactly. Yeah. It's oh. a bliss point. It's evil out there, isn't it's, it? It's well, if you want to use that I word, do. I would say yes. <laughs> if there is a, a form of evil, yeah, then it's this in which crazy human brain mm. did you put the idea that food was there to be eaten like like a good, you know without thinking it might affect mm. your health, your happiness. Because imagine these kids which cannot drink water. They just drink sodas with a mm. lot of sugar in it. They are obese. They are diabetics. What is an adolescence? Mm. We should uh, have all these feelings you have when you are an obese child. It's so painful. It's so, so much suffering. And the responsibility then in the people who sell all this so would, Crap. is fasting then suitable for people at all ages? I mean, even fairly young persons as well as people in later life or even old persons? Children only if there is a very therapeutic reason, uh, like epilepsy, for instance. Right. It's, no, it's known that when you let fast a, lot, a short time, then you go to a ketogenic diet, which is, mm. has similarities with the fasting. You can cure those children. But... A child normally should eat and move, especially, yeah. and learn to drink water and enjoy vegetables because you give him good vegetables and good fruit, maybe organic ones, who taste nice something, not the supermarket uh, fruits. Mm -hmm. So you have to re-educate those children, and um, fasting is too severe, mm -hmm. uh, except maybe in some seldom cases where the parents are very accustomed to it. And, but when they are 18 or 19, they can really decide on their own. Mm. We have a wonderful example here. Our super champion is a gentleman. He's 89 and he comes since he's 44. And it's a nightiest time that he comes. So his whole life, more than 50 times, he has fasted every year, three weeks. And then he came in the fall, three weeks of calorie restriction. And this gentleman has a daughter she had a Crohn's disease. It was, um, mm. uh, was diagnosed as an extremely severe inflammation of the intestine. And the parents were coming every year, like I say. So they said, okay, now you make your last uh, exams and then you go to Buchinger. 
And this is what she said she did. And she had to, to come three times too fast. It was she was very young, but the parents had projected to mm. her this and is and they also knew what would happen. Exactly. So she wasn't afraid. She was confident and she yeah. was and the parents too. And with three stays, she's now a young mother and uh, well now she's uh, 45 and and she never relapses, which doesn't mean that she has not uh, prepared. Maybe no, it's always there, yes. but she doesn't. But she lives in an environment that doesn't uh, manifest it. Mm, and yeah. this is the epigenetic. This mm. is giving her a lot of hope because this means even if you have the b- bad genes, you don't need to activate them. And food, eating differently, is a big, big option for mm. cancer people, for people having a propension to be aromatic. And so... I think, you know, it's again the problem of today is that in the moment where you have a good discovery, like science does a discovery, you have always the industry taking it. And the industry just has, has no intelligence, no, no spirituality. Industry wants to sell more. And it's more about and making more. money. It's about making money, but it's not even mean if you want. It's just, it's just a sort of machinery that sets yeah. on. And with these other options, because we talked about how fasting is natural and how it really triggers the body's own capacities to heal, and it's something that belongs to us as humans. It's 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 a birthright, really. So birthright, exactly. yeah. And there hasn't been much money put into research about fasting, but you've recently funded your own study, I think, haven't you? Did you discover anything that surprised you when you did this scientific study? Well, um, or did you know that you would find what you found? Um, but you were able to prove it to those people who were a bit more sceptical. Yes, it's much of that. Uh, you have a gut feeling because you see the people. You see it all every year. Yes. Yeah. We see, for instance, of course, the weight loss, the loss of abdominal circumference, the normalization of the blood sugar, the normalization of the, of the blood lipids, of the cholesterol. But what we did, which was for me very, very basic, is to document the well-being, mm. emotionally and physically. And you see... I would like to say, I show you the curves afterwards. I'd like to see, yeah. You see the, the curves coming up in a way which is extraordinary because um, uh, from the first day to the last, you have an improvement in the physical and in the emotional well-being. So fasting starts to work straight away. Yes, you see from day to day mm. the improvement. And this is something which the people could document to the people, hey, when you think you're going to suffer, here, look at that. Even if you don't understand it, believe me, mm. if you do it the right way, you will have a, 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 a very powerful experience, positive experience. So if someone was thinking about fasting and thinking, oh, well, I'm going to have to spend this much time, uh, from, I'll take time from work, it's going to cost me this much money, um, maybe I could go on a jet ski holiday to Thailand instead. Um, why should I come here, they think to themselves. Um, what are the benefits? If they read this study, if they look at your website, they're going to see that straight away things will start to change for them physically, emotionally. When you pretend something, mm. they say, can you prove it? Yes. And of course, then you say, yes, we yes. can. And you know, when you've been accepted by a good journal like Plus One, mm. you have been through all the tests and mm. they have checked all the things, the statistic, and really they are very uh, thorough. Mm. And for all the journalists, and then the journalists, of course, tell about it in a simple way. They say it's safe, it's enjoyable, 
and it's therapeutically efficient. Mm. And if you read that, you know, then uh, of course the person will say, oh, this seems to be nice. And now today, fasting is not a taboo word anymore. Mm. But so even if someone only could come here once for all sorts of reasons, maybe it's it's the they don't have enough money to come more than once or they can't with their family commitments, they came here, they could learn. They? they could learn about their body, they could learn about oh, nutrition, yes. and they could learn how to fast. And could they yes. take that with them into their daily lives? Absolutely. At least the intermittent fasting. Yeah. So that they introduce one or two days where they reduce the food. Yes. For, we give this as called the digestive rest days in our vocabulary. And then especially the, the long period of hours where you don't eat. This is very easy. We have now a Chinese-American uh, person. He came for a diabetes type 2 and he stayed here uh, 30 days uh, one year ago. And now he comes back with one daughter and then he comes back. The next daughter is going to come for 15 days. So he says, I'm paying so much for the education of my children. And this is part of, edu of the education. Right. And of course, when you listen yeah. to that, but you say, OK, uh, I've spent my life to work for that. And, and there are people who understand. And, and of course, this type of experience will influences the next and the mm. next. And always more people stop fearing the fasting. They, they, they understand it's just normal. They should fear to be, to be terrorized to come into a, a junk food restaurant. This would be normal <laughs> to be anxious. But, you know, doing something that everybody in the nature is doing. Mm, mm. And all these things would be the birthrights, like you said before, yeah. of people. And I, if I can work on that many, many years still, this is what I'm going to do. Thank you. Thank you.